Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Well, thank you once again for coming to Golf Life Now. I'm going to talk today about something that is going to affect everyone at some point. However, the target audience for this is primarily those baby boomers that have yet to retire and the Gen Xers who are getting close to retiring early, perhaps, uh, and at least thinking about it. So I want to talk to you about the a couple of things that are important to consider. I know you're probably rolling around in your mind. One of them is you're working for someone and you need to give them notice that you're going to retire. Uh, this is a, a easy thing to do or a difficult thing to do for someone. Just the actual notification process itself is uh, challenging. And then, of course, that time frame between the notification and you actually leave and then the going away party and those kinds of things and some of the feelings you're going to have afterwards. Well, that's just part of it. But I want to focus mostly on what do you do in retirement? Are you going to stay in the house that you're in or the apartment that you're in or are you going to relocate? Uh, It's important because when you do your planning process, which I'm not going to get into in detail here, Uh, You can read all about that at retirecoast.com. Get into some of the articles over there about how to plan for retirement and about how to budget for it. But you need to consider whether you can actually afford to stay where you're at. Uh, I know that there are a number of people I am aware of, family members, that will not be able to stay in California, in this case, uh, when they retire. They won't be able to afford it their Social Security income, the money they put away in their uh, 401k, um, and maybe some retirement income from a pension fund is not satisfactory to pay the uh, continued cost of a mortgage and the very high tax rate in that area. And that's not one of the only areas in the country. You can go across the up and down the coast, east coast, west coast, and find the same situation. Chicago, go to Minneapolis, or Minnesota, and find situations there where retiring is very difficult in place. You need to find somewhere that is more cost effective. So I'm a real estate broker, and I work on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I moved from California. I planned well in advance for my retirement. And uh, here's what I did in terms of the notification process. I told my supervisor at the time I had sold my company and I stayed to work with the company that bought my company and I told him that uh, at his request I would give him two years notice. Now that's a long time. Most people don't give anywhere near two years notice and you're not required to do that of course. I did it for another reason. I wanted to make sure that the company that I sold was in good hands which it turned out to be. Uh, and I felt good about it as the time was coming. Well, as the time gets closer, you start playing with the dates. It's not an exact date. It's a little bit fluid. Uh, it gets when you get within weeks of a date that you had so supposedly set two years ago. Um, that may change a little bit. 
somebody's sick or they're on vacation or something else and uh, or they haven't hired the right person well let me tell you something about that time to go your mind starts to shift and it's going to be difficult to actually give that business a hundred percent it's real hard to do that it reminded me a lot of when I was in the Air Force and I was close to my discharge date. We used to have a term calling get short back in my day, uh, which means that the days were short between the time that you uh, received your orders to go and the separation date. And your mind starts focusing on what you're going to do when you go. You really start leaving the job. You start leaving and, and disconnecting with all the people that you've worked with there because you may not see many of them again you'll find that some of them truly were friends and you'll stay in touch and others were just acquaintances so that disconnect starts that's why it's important that you set a date otherwise you may be taken advantage of depending on the company where they ask you can you stay on a little bit longer another thing that's common is for you to be asked to become a consultant that means that your date will come on let's say September 1st and you'll be asked to stay on as a consultant and they're you know they'll gross up your pay and and make it worthwhile for you so that you're earning about the same amount uh, maybe it's not quite enough to cover your medical etc possibly it is whatever you have negotiated with them uh, now that's not bad okay but but understand that that you have to explain that this arrangement that you're going to do if you agree to do it on the consultant basis you're not in charge of that department or that group or whatever you're there just to help out whoever's there whenever they call you and ask questions it's not to actually run the actual um, department as I mentioned now I'm just laying this out for you because uh, there's a lot of psychology involved there's a lot of emotions involved here and once you set your mind on that retirement date and you move forward and you give that notice now don't worry about giving the notice you can give notice as early as two weeks uh, if you work in any kind of a job today that probably doesn't have a defined benefit retirement plan then the notice doesn't have any impact on money that's coming to you except for the last paycheck there's no pension or anything else involved and literally you could give two weeks notice or three weeks notice or even a month's notice um, but you know give some consideration to the business and the people you leave behind uh, try to make sure that the company has enough time to replace you uh, and give them enough notice you've been thinking about this maybe for six months for a year two years three years ahead of time possibly haven't set the date but when you do set the date you really need to give consideration to keeping that date and then moving forward because you'll have a lot of decisions to make uh, during that period of time you're supposed to be working and yet you've got to be thinking about well what am I gonna do am I gonna move am I gonna sell my house uh, am I gonna buy a house someplace else am I going to take on a part-time job am I gonna do some volunteer work at the USO for example or some other place so if you're going to commit yourself to another uh, dynamic then you need to get that already set up for yourself and try to stick to your plan it'll work out better for you than this constant keep pushing the date out pushing the date out for you it that isn't good for anybody basically you're just kind of uh, in, in place like riding a stationary bicycle you're not going anywhere 
and you're taking up a lot of space and you really should be following through with your retirement plans. Uh, having said that, uh, plan ahead. Plan several years in advance, not necessarily to give notice, but to do your planning process so you understand what you want to do. I'll give you a great example. If you choose to move from where you're at, maybe you're in an area where you have an older house that's worth $900,000 and you have a mortgage for two or 300000 well, if you stay there with that mortgage, it's going to take you years to pay that off at, uh, at the interest rate that you're paying it, whatever the payment is, plus that property tax and all the other costs. You'll probably find that where you're at is pretty expensive. Not everywhere. You maybe you did move. Maybe you live in a low cost area that I such as the Mississippi Gulf Coast where I moved to. But if you did not and you need to move, that means you need to sell your house. But before you do all of that, try to find out where you want to go in advance before you've given notice at work. Um, well, before you give notice at work. And then try to buy that house if you can financially afford that house before you sell the one that you have. I'll tell you why. It's difficult to get a loan if you don't have a W-2 job. Now, if you're just going to go off to another job someplace, that's not really retiring. So as long as you have a W-2 job, it's easier to get a loan, a mortgage loan, for that new house. Even if you already have one, it'll be a second home purchase for you, for example. Now, some people will buy the second home, and then they can rent it out if you want to. That's, that's an option until you actually get there. Or what my wife and I did was to actually buy the house uh, about three years before I retired. We didn't rent the house. We could afford to keep it. Um, and we went back and forth and we were working on the house and improving it and doing things and learning the area really well. And then when that day finally came, uh, I had a house uh, in California. I just put it up for sale and we just left. Uh, the house was sold a month or two months afterwards and it was no problem. Um, I didn't worry about it and it, you need to take that stress away from yourself. That's one of the reasons. So I was able to get a loan because I had W-2 income, and then at the time we sold the house, um, we already had another house. So we just, as I said, just picked up and moved, and it made life a lot easier. Planning in advance is really the key to everything. You want to be comfortable in that retirement, whatever you do. If you plan ahead of time, then you know what to expect. For the most part, you know, none of us knew that we were going to have big inflation right now. Uh, there were going to be some issues with the economy, uh, etc. None of us could plan for any of that. But if you plan well enough ahead, I mean, we're talking if you start doing this about 20 years in advance, you can put enough money away for retirement uh, that's not what I'm really getting at here. I'm talking about the actual functions of deciding if you're going to stay where you're at. If you are, that's fine. So what are you going to do with that mortgage? Are you going to pay that mortgage off? Are you going to keep that mortgage? Are you going to refinance that mortgage? What are you going to do with that? How can you afford to make those payments? Hopefully you've worked all that out a long, long time ago, and this is nothing new for you. But if you're going to do something and take some action, 
this is what I'm getting at, is that you need to plan these actions out that you're going to take. If you have an extra car that you're going to sell, or you even have the cost of moving your household goods, uh, which could be substantial, uh, you know, it could be $15,000, $20,000 if you have a lot of materials, uh, all of that you need to plan out so that there isn't any surprises. And that you can do before you retire, which includes the notification to your supervisor about when you're going to go and that you've already set everything aside for that. And don't forget that party that you're probably going to go to and say goodbye to everybody. Be sure to get all their phone numbers and information because you may need to contact them in the future, especially if you move out of the area. It might seem a bit scary to consider the fact that you don't have a job to go to every day, particularly for people that work the you know nine to five-ish type of thing. Uh, and you may also find that you will wake up in the morning and you say, well, I'm, what am I going to do today? And that's scary too. So give some serious thought to the planning way in advance of what you want to do with your life. You can sit on the beach with that umbrella drink and do that day after day, but it's going to get old after a while, and you're going to say, well, that doesn't help my mental health at all. I need to do something, and that might be a hobby. It might be, as I said, volunteering for the USO. I'm, that's kind of a thing I'm pushing now because my brother uh, does a lot of volunteer work for the USO, and I've done it myself too. But doing that or doing something that actually earns income for you, uh, possibly writing a blog or creating something. Maybe you're a carpenter and you can make something that you can sell. Something to keep yourself busy and possibly bring in some extra money during those few years that you are in pretty good shape financially and uh, physically, too. That's important. Also, plan on doing any traveling that you're going to do in the early years after you retire because you need to do some of that before you get to that point where every time you sit down with a couple, another couple, or friends, you talk about all the medical issues. You talk about your bad knee or your bad shoulder or your bad back. Uh, those things will creep up on us. You need to get out and get those things that require some physical activity uh, done. All that bucket list items. Go to Europe. Walk around uh, Rome, for example. You can do that when you're healthy, and you should plan on doing that in the early stages. Plan on the cost to be able to do that also and when you're going to do it. And, you know, do some of these things. Don't just talk about them. Actually go out and do them. If you wanted a motorhome and you always wanted a motorhome, buy that motorhome when you're still in W-2 if you're going to finance it. Again, it'll be a lot easier for you than trying to finance or trying to do any kind of financing after you're retired and the only income that you show is uh, Social Security, for example. You could have a ton of money in the bank in 401k, in bonds and stocks and those things, none of that makes any difference to people that are going to uh, give you a loan. They want to see where that monthly income is coming back to pay for it. So again, it makes it easier if you buy anything big while you're still a W-2 employee. And that means maybe your new car, your new truck, if that was your plan. Uh, that's what I did. I bought a motorhome and I bought a new truck. All of that within the year that I decided to retire. And I decided to finance all of it because financing at that time was very cheap, uh, some of which I've already paid off. 
But the point is that uh, you need to plan in advance. Uh, planning will reduce and even eliminate all the stress that comes from the idea of retiring or hanging it up, as some people say. But it's really not retirement. It's not. It's uh, No one just sits around and does nothing um, unless they are sick or ill. You're going to get up and walk around, even if it's going out and mowing the lawn. But that may not be enough for you. You want to keep mentally alert. So plan on some activities. Learn a hobby. Go back to college. For example, in Mississippi, seniors can go to college for free, which I thought was kind of neat. I decided that I was going to act on my decades-long passion of investing in real estate and become a real estate agent and then a broker. So I've started my own brokerage. I have a couple of partners in the brokerage, and I enjoy the heck out of it because I can do what I want to do when I want to do it, and it adds additional income. Now, that's, that's a whole lot different than a real estate agent, for example, that has to go out every single day and beat the bushes, so to speak, to earn a living. And you put yourself in that position where what you earn is extra, and that's great. Then you can take another vacation, that kind of thing. So consider that type of activity, maybe some kind of a profession you've always wanted to do. Become an electrician, become a um, person that fixes uh, computers, if anybody fixes computers anymore, um, and uh, learn to blog. That's what I do, or a podcast, for example. I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to people, passing on my knowledge, and helping others. Uh, it's something you can consider doing. Well, thank you for coming to our podcast. I hope that you didn't mind my rambling a little bit, uh, but I'm telling you, I have done everything that I've said in here. I planned way in advance for my retirement. Everything worked exactly, almost exactly, well, pretty close to what I had planned. That means dates, times, uh, things like that. Uh, the location we moved to, everything, all of the plans uh, worked out because I had contingencies built into them, and my original planning started, as I said, a couple of decades ago, and then about five years before retirement, I really started getting down to the details, and then, of course, that last uh, six months or so as you start to ride that out, um, and you want to give uh, 100% to your job at the end, hopefully. Uh, but it's difficult if you keep extending that out too far. So uh, you can start letting people know. And as soon as you let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, and tell everybody you're going to retire, uh, then everything's going to change for you. And hopefully it changes for the better. Um, you might thoroughly enjoy the opportunity to do whatever you want, whenever you want, and not necessarily get up every morning. Now, a lot of people are going to miss that schedule. You may be one of those. Uh, so set another schedule. Do something different that requires you to get up at a certain time in the morning. Uh, what I did was I bought a building and made an office. So I have an office to go to. I don't have to go there, but I can go there. So it gives me a place to get out of the house if I want to go somewhere and work in the office. So I'm just throwing these things out. Please come to our website at Logan. AndersonLLC.com. Read some of our blog articles. We write them about lots of things, not just real estate. Uh, and also go to my other one at RetireCoast.com. Well, thank you very much for listening and come back again.